It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do an opening day podcast. Well, like, it's a podcast on opening day, not about opening day. What's up, no, we uh, talk about like I go ah Twitter it stinks I should get off it we should uh, and but then I say there's always something cool yeah sure things cool things come from yes Twitter. of course so I get a, a direct message from a fella you know I had referenced on here that I was going to go see John Mellencamp in he the, dare, he DM'd you he did not oh but it was pretty close so I mentioned on here I'm going to go see John Mellencamp in Indiana yes in June and a guy DMs me and he goes hey my mom his mom's Works for John Mellencamp. Wow, how about that? He goes, email her. He goes, if you need tickets. I said, oh, I already paid big bucks for tickets. I said, but uh, is John doing any meet and greets? You're having uh, dinner with John Mellencamp. (laughs) In a pink house. This is as far as it's gone so far. (laughs) Just that I have his mom's email address That's great. I mean, email. I need to go to dinner with John Cougar Mellencamp. That would be be very cool. So that's not a bad thing. Yeah. He's very ornery, which I like. He's right. a, he's an ornery fella. Who was the guy you sent the wrong meal to in Atlantic City? Rick Springfield. I offered to send him grilled octopus because I was drunk, and right. uh, he's a vegan. Right. That didn't go so good. That didn't go so well. He turned me down. Good news was I didn't have to pay for it. It's perfect. Just send John Mellencamp some smokes. <laughs> Here's a pa- pack of Marlboros, John. No, Camel and Filters. Uh, oh, show him that. This, <laughs> that's what you go with. That's what I should ask. May I smoke a cigarette with John Mellencamp <laughs> pre-show? You'll be smoking again Wouldn't like you were 17 in a bar. <laughs> I was coughing like a you know, having no ability. Hey, John. Choking. <laughs> <laughs> John, you got a light. I'll <laughs> oh, be great. So I'm not sure what I'm going to. I'm just going to send an email and say, hey, I'm very excited to come to the show. I already got my tickets. Thank you for the offer. Then I'll have to. Then what? I don't know. <laughs> and then what happens? May I smoke a cigarette? I'm going to ask, may I have a mar- May I have a cigarette with John Mellencamp? That'd be great. She comes back. Um, he hasn't smoked in two years. Yeah. I don't know what. Those are prop cigarettes, sir. <laughs> That's just part of his image. That's funny. Uh, speaking of vegans. And things like that. We spoke of uh, Rick Springfield being a vegan. Yeah. I saw it. it, it there were a couple of things. So I saw this on on uh, Instagram yesterday, even though it's not new. It's a couple of years old. But it just got me thinking about, you know, how we always think there's there's two sides to every story. There is two sides to right? most stories. You not do, everyone, most. And if you think you're all high and mighty doing this, you're also doing this, which doesn't work. So we talked about, like, um, people on Twitter that tweet things, you know, where they're all high and mighty criticizing, but they're doing it on a phone that they need cobalt from that's killing people to make the phone. Hypocritical. Right. There's that. No Everyone wants who, to save the earth and they're on private jets flying all over the world. Correct. Right. Everyone wants to save the earth and save things, and yet they're doing things that contradict it. It's right. almost impossible. If you want to save the earth, you shouldn't have a car. Take mass transit. Exactly. So uh, a video was circulating yesterday of... Um, 
<laughs> the hell is this? Ted Nugent. Okay. Oh, he's out there. Ted Nugent. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. He's a hunter. I would think people would consider him right wing. Nut. Nut. A <laughs> little bit <laughs> yes. of a nut. But he was on Joe Rogan podcast. But it looks like it was like a year and a half ago. Okay. I don't know why it's circulating now. But he was talking about that he's very pro hunting. Mm-hmm. Hunt, kill, eat meat. That's what you're going to end up being soon. <laughs> so he said these vegans and people who, who are against hunting and killing animals, and they're vegan for that reason. Mm-hmm. He said, you don't realize that the farmers who are farming all of the fake meat you're eating and all the fruits and vegetables, they have to kill all these animals that come after their crops. <laughs> he goes, so Jesus. you have bloodshed on your hands too. Wow. If you're a vegan. Yeah. And it made me think. I was like, you know, that probably is right. It has to be because you got to keep the acres and acres safe. Yeah. First of all, you're clearing out acres and acres. So those animals that live there are goners. You're killing anything that wants to eat your crops. So there's no, you even if you're trying to do the right thing and being a vegan and going, I don't want to kill animals. So I don't want to eat the animals. Here's the, here, you want to be right? Grow lettuce in your backyard. <laughs> That's it. Right. <laughs> lettuce and tomatoes in your backyard and drink water. What but else? even people that have gardens in in our area. Have trouble people, with animals too. Right. Right. Um, you have deer eating all yeah, your stuff. Absolutely. And, and, and people, now we're not out there shooting the deer if they, I don't no, think. No, you're putting deterrence out there. Putting deterrence out there. I'm sure some people shoot them. Yeah. But you're right. I'm, that's not what I would do. And then uh, one of my neighbors has a, a really good looking um, wife. Very good-looking car. Pig. <laughs> a brand-new, really nice-looking electric car. Oh, cool. And it's not a uh, Tesla. It's another company. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful... Like, I'm not a car guy. When I see this guy's car, I'm like, this is a beautiful really? car. Did you but, did you explore what it is? Um, It's a BMW. Oh, okay. Really nice-looking. But he has something on his license plate that's indicative of he doesn't use gas. That he doesn't use yeah. gas? Okay. Like, Almost like, hey, look at me, not using gas. Okay. But the electric cars have the big batteries, yeah, which oh, I know. are a problem for the environment. So while you're trying to do the right thing and go and look at me not using gas anymore, I'm good for the environment, I have a gigantic battery that has yeah. to go into the ground at some point when it's no longer usable and is filled with cobalt that is uh, being mined by people getting killed in India. Badly. And the videos are surfacing yeah. more and more, and it is, I mean, beyond yeah. eye-opening. So it's like, it is, it's impossible. Here's Correct. what I think is the solution. You choose to do what you want to do. You want an electric car? Awesome. Yeah. You want to be vegan? Awesome. You can't tout it as you're doing something great, because when doing something great, there's a cost to there's it. There's a cost to it. There's that's I, I remember when I had the Prius. Remember, I, I've always told you this, when I had to redo the, when I, um, bought a new battery i went to a company called green beans yes i couldn't believe i actually did this but they came to my house they changed the battery and their whole premise is we don't get rid of the batteries we refurbish them and then resell them at a much lower cost and that's what i did and i bought a refurbished battery and i felt great i remember putting that out there i put a picture of the guy in the back of the car he put the car apart and everything and like in maybe yeah maybe two hours he was in and out and done i'm like oh i got a new battery it's kind of neat and then there were a few people that I remember reaching out and saying, well, where'd the battery come from? I was like, I don't know. 
And I was being, I wasn't, I'm not Mr. I'm trying to save the earth. I was trying to save gas and money. And I didn't, it didn't mean, I didn't mean for it to come across as if I'm trying to save the world. But there were a couple of people that were like, what's the battery made of? Where'd it come from? I, I right. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think it's really cool that I'm, I'm getting 50 miles per gallon. Yeah. And you're getting 12. That's yeah. it. There's really nothing beyond that. Not standing on a corner with poster boards. I'm I'm good. I just think this is a cool concept. Yeah, there were a couple people that came after me. But yeah, whatever. yeah. What I know it's so it's it's really. I mean, think about what you've gone through lately, and and I know it's a little extreme, but I mean, if I sit here and tell you, I'm gonna eat right, no more crap. I'm just eating vegetables. Now you're telling me that they have defense mechanisms that we're picking on them. Defense <laughs> chemicals. I don't want you eating them, Jerry. Oh my God. Lectins. Holy crap! That's what I mean. It's like. Where does it end? The, we have too much information yes. at our fingertips. No doubt. We have everything. Everything. We have everything, right. And no matter what, you can find the... You can you can back up facts with the complete opposite opinion with from reputable sources. Correct. With, with facts. Like you could find a doctor who will tell you... That cigarette smoking doesn't cause lung cancer. Right. Show me the proof. Here's he my study. And he will. Right. He'll he'll back it up with certain documents and research that will show you it's really not the smoke. It's this. It's the reaction. But it's not really. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. You can find that. The, the biggest one to me, which has the most uh, di- different results, is coffee. Your oh. intake of coffee, right? It goes from drinking coffee will stop you from getting cancer if you drink this much to you're addicted to coffee just like you're addicted to heroin and it's just as bad and you're just as addicted and your body's going through that. And every day it's a different study. Yes. Like uh, on coffee. keeps... Well, just look at the FDA and the the, the food guidelines over the last 40 years, how much they've changed. Uh, who knows, man? No one knows. Yeah, no one knows. No one knows. We just keep, I don't know, it's like the almighty dollar. Whatever, Wherever the dollar is being pushed towards, I, we'll, I'll come back to what we, me, you, you and I have always talked about. The FDA is that busy that we can't do a study on vitamins. Right, all these years later. But let's just have a billion-dollar business, multi-billion-dollar business, touting itself as healthy. And we take these pills. We don't know what's in them. No, we don't. And the government's like, um, yeah, they're good. We don't have time for that. Listen, yeah. Uh, take that on your own risk. It's like, fine. Like, what the hell? Yeah, really. That is really weird. All these years, and, and people are really into vitamins, and there's no study that says they're good, bad, no. or indifferent. No. Independent research. Okay. I mean, I, what does that mean? You grab eight people, take these. Tell me how you feel in a week. Feel great. Yeah. Well, these okay, are great, great results. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I was taking this probiotic called Seed that uh, Bobby Approves was uh, promoting. Okay. And then I saw a bunch of different online people doing it. It was this probiotic, you know, for your stomach, and mm-hmm. it's great, and it's a capsule within a capsule, Jerry, because most probiotics are just a capsule, and... It gets burned up by your your um, stomach acid. Doesn't even make even the good stuff doesn't make it to the colon, which is supposed to. So this is a capsule within the capsule that gets to your colon. I was like, I'll give this a shot. I want good pro- probiotics. I took it for probably four months, five months. No change. 
No change. And I finally was like, why am I paying $50 a month? Right, sure. Absolutely. None of it's cheap. No. None of it's cheap. I, I'm with you. I know. And yet, and yet I'm looking at vitamins that are uh, liver and heart vitamins. They're supposedly made up of liver and heart. Oh, really? Like animal liver and heart. Why am I going to take that? I have no idea. I don't know. I think... I think. Am I bored? You? You're beyond bored. Is that what I'm doing? Researching things I don't even need? Well, I think you can answer that question. I guess I am. You got a lot of time to kill every day, and that's not a bad thing, but you end up doing things that are nauseatingly boring. Yeah. (laughs) I think... If you eat well, which you do, yeah, and you sleep well, right. I think you can find perfect health. The problem is we don't sleep well. And, I mean, you're in good health. I'm not. Um, I just see the story in the Post today. What did this say? About how visceral fat is... Um, what is it? Uh, That's the fat around uh, your organs. Yes. you When you don't sleep a minimum of seven hours on average every night, that your body, your metabolism slows to a very low rate and your visceral fat is increased. I forget what the number was, but it's in the po- It's the importance of sleep. Man, Jerry, if I was sleeping eight hours a night, I'd be super slim. You might be. You might have an eight-pack in your belly. Oh, I'd be ripped. To be like, uh, what do you do? How do you get that stomach? Sleep. Yeah. Think about, could you imagine, like I when I go to bed on the weekends, it really is amazing to me, and we've talked about this before, have all lay down at nine ten o'clock and get up before the alarm at six. I'm like, wow, six o'clock. I just slept eight and a half hours, nine hours. So awesome. And like this week, for instance, and I'm not complaining. It's my own fault. I understand. But well, Sunday night wasn't. I couldn't sleep Sunday night. I didn't fall asleep till well after midnight. I slept two hours Sunday night. Then Monday was cornhole. I slept four hours Monday night. And then Tuesday night was Tuesday night wasn't terrible. But then last night I had cornhole again. A final Wednesday night. Not doing that anymore. Again, four hours. So in those three nights, I slept two, four, and four, 10 hours in three nights. That's not good, Jerry. That's a terrible average. That's three hours in right. uh, 20 minutes And average. I sit there and wonder why my calorie count is down. I yeah. know I'm not exercising, and that's a big part of it. I get it. But my calorie count is so low, and I continue to gain weight at a slow rate. And it's frustrating. Yeah. But then I see articles like this. I'm like, well, there you go, you dumbass. Makes sense. Yes. It does and I don't, and I don't come from a thin family. Like, we're not super heavy, but no one in my family, I'm probably the thin one. That ain't good, because I ain't thin. So it's clearly in my family history. Your boys are thin. Matthew is very thin, but they're so active, Al. Oh, my God. I mean, and Joseph is thin and eats like a house, but Joseph also goes from practice to training to practice. Like, he doesn't stop. I stop a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I take him to all those things and just watch him. Yeah. Right, oh. that's the difference. They're yeah. running around, you're watching. 100%. 100%. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I was looking at the uh, the Red Bank Theater. What's it called again? Count Basie Count Theater. Count Basie. A lot of good shows, by the way. There there are, but I was thinking this about any 
pick a venue and then the place is like, and if you're not a huge touring act like Bruce Springsteen or yeah. Taylor Swift, where we know when we hear their tickets go on sale, it sells out immediately. Mm-hmm. I don't know how these places I don't either. sell out. Because I went and looked this morning just at all the events at Count Basie. Yes. And all I do is click tickets next yep. to every one of them. And then you look at the ones available. Yeah. There's a lot. And there were a lot that had a lot of tickets available. Mm-hmm. Then there were a couple that did not have a lot of tickets. Right. And I was like, well, what is, like, I... I don't see these shows being promoted. And unless you are following somebody on social media, then you would know when they're on tour. For sure. Otherwise, you got to hear from somebody. Or... Want to go see the Boring Teachers Comedian Tour? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> That's actually going to be at Count Basie Theater in Red Bank. Not only that, I Googled it because I wanted to see if there were any clips to see if it's any good. And I came across a trailer. They're in like every city. Are they just complaining about being teachers? I don't know. I never got to a clip of the stand-up. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, very weird. It's, yes, it is. And then, like, Sarah Silverman's playing there, and there's yeah. tons of seats available. Like, where does like, Sarah Silverman stay over? Right. Like, what she's... hotel is she in? The Holiday Inn <laughs> in Matawan? Like, where is she going? It's very weird. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder that, too. I mean, I get when they're at Borgata. They give them the penthouse at Borgata or the Water Club. Makes total sense to me. You're in Red Bank. Do you think... Because she's in Red Bank, she stays in New York, and they drive her down. Oh, she to lives Red in Manhattan. Bank. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, probably. I didn't think of that. I wasn't even thinking of that. Or even if she doesn't live in Manhattan, maybe they maybe just stay in Manhattan. Maybe she, and then... they, she stays at a hotel. In Manhattan. My guess yeah. would be that that's probably what she would. Yeah. Do. What do you think she gets paid to come to Count Basie? Great question. No idea. I don't know what anyone gets paid for these events. You know what else is going to be at Count Basie? This looked interesting, but it's a Sunday night. Mm. Ancient Aliens Live. What the hell is that? It's all the, show? the people from the Ancient Aliens show, I guess. Was it a Q&A? I guess they do, like, show videos of Ancient Aliens. I don't know. Like Boomer and Geo Live? Yes. It's going to be gonna... like Boomer and Geo Live. Maybe. Man, we start to go on tour, go to Count Basie Theater. I, I suppose. Yeah. yeah there's a, I know there's a lot of shows. There were a couple, actually, I'd like to go see. I don't remember off the top of my head now, but yeah. I was looking. Because then I was looking at the, I'm like, all right, what's playing at the Garden this year? Right. And I see Paramore's there, which I told you about, which I know. But there's a lot of good shows at the Garden. I'm not even aware of it. I guess that's the way what you got to do is you got to go, okay, what venues do I like to go to? Yes. What are venues nearby that I are not a pain Center. in the ass? And then just look at their schedule. I'll give you one. Snoop Dogg is at Homedale <laughs> <laughs> at the Art Center. Did they name the summer shows already? Yeah, they're out. Oh, wow. See, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see any of that. Snoop Dogg is there in August. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> I would not go see, see Snoop Dogg. I would never got into that rap. Yeah, like I even didn't when it got very popular, mm-hmm. like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem. I liked Eminem for a while. Yeah, I did because Eminem was played, even though a lot of the words were muted. Yes, uh, Eminem was played a lot on Z100, and just my wife being in the car, I got very used to Eminem's music. So yeah, Jay Z a little bit, but not. Nothing crazy. But no, I never, me neither. My friends like NWA back in the yeah. day. I never got into that either. Yeah, that's still, I don't understand Public Enemy, NWA, Dr. Dre. The internet wasn't around and they weren't on the radio. Where were we hearing them? I, I don't know. I, it's a good question. I don't know. Because I wonder that too at first about like Metallica. Right, with the heavy metal. But I think that, and you mentioned it before, I think that Seton Hall radio station Maybe played them. Maybe that's how I knew. Well, they, I mean, that's where I know. That's where my friend listened to Judas Priest. Yeah, 
so I would guess that that was probably it because I don't think 1027 Classic Rock was playing Metallica. And Metallica like, no, was they weren't. New at the time. Now, 92.3 got very heavy into Metallica. Yeah, but after they were already yes, after when they were Master fully of established. Yeah, fully Correct. established. Yeah, because I even think back, like Ozzy Osbourne, I used to see on MTV. They would play his videos. So that's how I became aware of him. But like yeah. the other ones, like Metallica. I would just see kids in like Metallica t-shirts. I'm and like, I was just going right? to say, I think the marketing of the shirts in the record stores. So I had friends that would go to the record stores and would buy t-shirts uh, based on the art yeah. and what the shirt looked like. And I had a friend of mine, uh, my friend Craig, who would wear the Master of Puppets t-shirt. And I thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell Metallica was. But I remember going in and looking. There was a record store in Airport Plaza and Hazlitt I used to go to. And I, w- I remember looking at the cassette. I'm like, mm, do I buy this? Yeah. I didn't know what it was, though. I didn't. I did not buy it. But I remember thinking about it because of his shirt. Yes. So maybe that was part of it. I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know how that NWA, Public Enemy, and they sold a lot of records back then. Tons. Yeah, tons. With no internet. I, I don't know. I really don't know. And it, it just had to be friends showing friends and I, you hearing yes, about it that way. Even cable TV wasn't playing. Like, there was nothing. Right. I don't know where the outlets were. Not sure. Even we'll like, have to go back and check it out, wouldn't you? Yes. Just give me, like, five minutes. <laughs> even, <laughs> Investigate this. Even, like, do you remember hearing the Jerky Boys tape? Of course. We talked about this, how that got around. Right. That wasn't Mm-mm. an that actual was like, cassette that was you like would buy. peer-to-peer recording yes. it recorder to recorder and it would just go from person to person to person yeah. and by the time i got it it sounded terrible imagine how big those things would have been in the age of the internet yeah or maybe they would have just burned out faster yeah. yeah it's possible yeah it's interesting well that was the thing we did this story a, a couple weeks ago about the about the record company when they started instead of uh instead of the billboard charts calling record stores and going what's selling big when the actual sound scan came yeah. in, where they started scanning your records when you would check out, and then all of a sudden the Snoop Dogg records, NWA, Public Enemy, Metallica, all those were huge records because that's what people were actually buying. Right. Even yeah, though it wasn't on the radio. It is. It's an interesting uh, conversation yeah. and research to be had. I used to love there was a, it's still there, Vintage Vinyl Records in Fords, New Jersey. Is it really still That's right, yeah. Wow. They sell a lot of vinyl there still. Well, I mean, vinyl, people say, has come back a little bit, yeah. so I'm not interested in that. Yeah, I'm not interested in that it's, either. Uh, it's enough. We've moved on. Yeah. I've moved on. I'm not getting a turntable again. Right. And I'm okay with losing sound quality and listening on yeah, my phone. I agree. I'm good. Me too. I can hear the song. I'm fine. It's good enough. I play music on my phone when I'm outside. Yeah. You know, I have the, the Bose sunglasses. That's awesome. But when it's not nice out or I don't need those, I just play it right in my pocket. I hear it. I'm good. Right. It's like the old AM radios, Jerry. Yes. That's We're a, old school. Yes, we are. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show now. I will you have be a out. great three-day weekend. Thank you, Jerry. I will be out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, you will do the warm-up with uh, Brian Roscona? No, I'll do it. You'll do it solo? Yeah. Okay. I'll, do, I'll bring him in for a little bit because he's a big Met fan. Oh, okay, I see So what he's you're producing for you? Yes. Okay. I'll bring him in for a little bit, but I'm looking forward to this. Not only are we going to do uh, Mets and Yankees, we're going to do a little hockey tomorrow, too. Oh, okay, Rangers. good. Have some fun. All right, Jerry. Not going to break down numbers and years, but, you know. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Then I'll see you Monday. Have a, really, enjoy yourself. Fran Leibowitz tonight, Jerry. Bruce Springsteen Saturday night. That's a weekend.
and I need a day in between each one. So That's you why have I need two f- events and a day yeah. in between. I have <laughs> not only I have no, I have an event day, event day. I tell you, this is what I have. Yeah, I have a seven p.m. baseball game for Joseph in Belmar Friday night. That is going to be cold as balls. Seven p.m. Then Saturday, Joe, uh, Matthew's got a game at ten. Then we got to get in the car right after his game and drive to some town in Pennsylvania for for Joseph's doubleheader. And then depending upon how we do, if we have to play at 8 a.m. Sunday, we're going to stay in a hotel Saturday night. And if they do well, we're going to come home and go back for a 3 o'clock doubleheader on Sunday. I mean, shoot me. I love it. I love it. I do. But I would just like one day. Yeah, you need to relax, Jimmy. And it said it's Monday. I, like, why don't, how about we just start now? It's Monday. <laughs> Fast forward mo- to Monday. My goodness. So you enjoy your weekend. I will, Jerry. All right. See ya.